Is your loyalty program betraying you? Probably, say Professors Joe Nunes and Xavier Drez in their Toolkit article. This article is a must-listen if your company has struggled with the mysteries of consumer behavior and how to build smart incentives into its loyalty programs. One of my favorite takeaways comes from a test the authors conducted at a California car wash. In what they call endowed progress effect, the authors describe how giving the car wash customers a jump start on a new loyalty card, in effect, letting them have two free stamps off the bat, led to more frequent visits and purchases. What is more rare than undying loyalty? Apparently, an undying loyalty program. In the past few years, we've seen companies of all kinds killing off the programs they designed to inspire greater fidelity in the ranks of customers. Subway, the restaurant chain, got rid of its sub-club cards, which allowed diners to earn a free sandwich after purchasing eight. In Australia, Coles supermarkets phased out a program that rewarded owners of the company's stock with merchandise discounts ranging from 3% to 7.5%. Online phenomenon eBay quietly pulled the plug on its Anything Points program for U.S. customers. Target missed the mark, it seems, with its innovative approach involving smart credit cards. American Airlines and America Online jettisoned their joint customer loyalty program. The list goes on. Even as loyalty programs are launched left and right, many are being scuttled and not with a sense of mission accomplished. How can this be? In many cases, these programs are created by highly competent marketers in otherwise successful businesses. It is now well recognized that an old customer retained is worth more than a new customer won. The concept of rewarding frequent buyers has been around to tinker with at least since the days of the green stamp. What could be so hard about a simple loyalty program? After researching that question in various ways over the past several years, we've learned that there are many aspects of loyalty programs that are hard to get right. The challenges start with clarifying business goals, given that loyalty programs can produce a variety of benefits. They continue with engineering the economics of reward structure and creating incentives good enough to change behavior, but not so generous that they erode margins. Not least, there are puzzles of consumer psychology to sort out, which can make two rewards of equal value inspire very different levels of purchasing. Our research suggests that there are patterns in what the successful loyalty programs get right and in how the others fail. In this article, we share what we have learned conducting our own studies and observing programs in practice. Together, our findings constitute a toolkit for designing something rare indeed, a program that won't do you wrong. What can a loyalty program reasonably do? Creating a successful loyalty program starts with defining what should be gained from the effort. Only with clear business goals can one design the appropriate mechanisms and judge whether they are operating effectively. So let's take note, first of all, of what a loyalty program cannot do. It cannot, in any true sense, create loyalty. Loyalty means faithfulness. It means unswerving devotion. If you are loyal to something, a concept, a person, a product, you are not a fair-weather friend. You stick with it even when doing so runs counter to your interests. But surely this is not something to be expected in any commercial setting. It's scarce enough in love and war. We don't raise this semantic issue facetiously or with a sense of outrage. Rather, our point is that euphemisms, especially ones as broadly adopted as customer loyalty, don't make the work of management easier. They muddy the waters and throw marketing efforts off course.
To clarify things, then, let's explore the five goals loyalty programs really can serve. Keep customers from defecting. In some cases, loyalty programs create what marketers call barriers to exit. That is, they make it hard for customers to switch to new vendors. This is a critical goal in situations where customers typically use only one supplier, as with mobile phone service or home eating oil. Given the high stakes of a customer's lifetime value, the focus is on keeping accounts from falling into enemy hands. Take, for example, this reward to Sprint's long-distance phone customers. For every dollar they spend with Sprint, they earn an airline mile redeemable with any of five different airlines. Sprint rival AT&T does not offer such a plan. Consequently, all else being equal, a member of any of those five airlines' frequent flyer programs would rather have Sprint as a long-distance carrier. A customer might stick with Sprint even if she became temporarily dissatisfied with the service because the mileage benefit accrues over time. If she left and later came back, she would have to start accruing miles all over again. This is what's known as lock-in, the customer's equivalent of an employee's golden handcuffs. Win greater share of wallet. For goods and services a customer typically buys from more than one seller, a loyalty program can encourage the consolidation of purchases. This applies to air travel, groceries, credit, food and drink, gasoline, all purchases made frequently and in small amounts. The key is to give the customer a reason to steer more of that business into one seller's hands. Awarding points for purchases is the most common way of doing this. For example, Amazon.com offers a Visa card that rewards shoppers with a point, worth a penny, for every dollar they spend, three points if the dollar goes toward an Amazon purchase, distributed in the form of a $25 Amazon gift certificate when 2,500 points are accumulated.